Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 2, Episode 17, Bedtime Story. Yay! I love this episode! For the longest time, I've been thinking that this episode... I know it's not a big difference. I thought it was called A Bedtime Story, but it's just called Bedtime Stories. Yeah, when you just just said it. When you just said it, I was like, oh... I thought it was a bedtime story. No, no. I looked it up just to be sure. Like I on IMDb, it says bedtime story or Hulu. Well, you whichever. know what? I bet what? it's because we like Christmas story. A Christmas story. Oh, that's probably it. Yeah. Do you want to get into some adult education? I feel like that would be really necessary for me to get into the zone for this episode. Okay. Okay. So tell me the description. Yeah, I guess I could do that. <laughs> As the girls figure out how they plan to accommodate some upcoming guests, they recall some other unusual sleeping arrangements they've had to endure in the past. That sounds very naughty. (laughs) I I mean, I didn't read it in like a neutral way. I guess not, but that sounds very naughty. I know. That's funny. I know. I wonder... I don't know. I just have a. I I wonder how they, like, came up with this idea for the episode. Because I mean, is this like the first like threat? Not. It's not a flashback, but like it kind of is. Like it's a like flashback first, to something like, that we we haven't seen. Yeah, it's the first like every scene is different episode. It doesn't connect. Mm-hmm. Well, it connects through a theme, but not a story. Yeah, I really like it. I do too. I do too. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so the guest stars of this episode were Randy Bennett as the station master, oh. and then Charles Bouvet as the clown, and unfortunately he is uncredited. That is tragic. It is. His line was very, Iconic. um, yeah, it was a, it was a moment. It was. It certainly was. Um, so the episode aired on February 7th, 1987. Nice. And um, on this day, or this area of days, <laughs> as we would call a week. Um, oh, yes, a week. The Ten Men movie was popular. It was directed by Barry Levinson, starring Richard Dreyfus, Danny DeVito, Barbara Hershey, and John Mahoney. Also, at this time, Bon Jovi song, Living on a Prayer. Whoa. We're halfway there. We are. Like, kind of like how yes. we're halfway through adult education. We are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I thought this fact was really interesting, or this blast on this day past. Stand By Me, a song by Ben E. King, was featured in a 1987 European commercial of Levi's 501 ah. Jeans. So this contributed to the song's um, like almost rebirth in okay. Europe. You so know, it became popular again. Something I'm wondering too. I just looked up the movie Stand by Me. Oh, love that movie! And it was made in 1986. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the song was re-released in 1986, so probably with a movie. Yeah, that's interesting. That would make sense. And then, yeah, and then they were doing the jeans. Levi was doing the jeans. So, good marketing, Levi. I know. Great work. And then my last fun um, on this day, faked, is that on the Life magazine cover was Christine Brinkley and Daughter. And it was a really cute um, picture. Oh, Oh, I looked at... Oh, that is cute. Isn't that sweet? That's adorable. Yeah. She looks kind of like... I know she's her own person, but in the picture, she reminded me of Paulina Poroskova. Oh, yeah. She's gorgeous. I know. They both kind of look Yeah, they both are. Okay, so are you ready for a ton of fun facts? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I just, yeah. sorry, I just looked at but all of them. I, like, I eliminated the ones that I didn't think were interesting, so, like, I guess we'll see who agrees with me in the interestingness. <laughs> all right, okay. well, let's go so, for it. Yeah, let's go for it. So, on the first flashback, when the four are in the same bed, honestly, well, okay, I'm gonna keep going. Blanche says that she needs to be on the right side. Rose says that she needs to be on the left. Uh-huh. On the next flashback, when Rose and Blanche are in Blanche's bed, Blanche, without complaint, goes to the left side of the bed, oh. and Rose, without complaint, goes to the right side of the bed. Oh, didn't even notice. I know. It's funny, though, because it's, it like, you know, some continuity errors. Like, it doesn't matter because it all happens, yeah. like, in different episodes. This is in the same thing. Yeah, like, right next to each other, too. Mm-hmm. Um, also on the first flashback, Blanche says that it is currently a Saturday night. I can't believe we've never, we've never caught this. Dorothy also mentions that she needs to go to work early in the morning. Early in the morning. I have to go to work early in the morning, but the morning would be a Sunday. Oh, yeah. And Dorothy, who is a teacher, would not have to go to work on a Sunday. All right. The next one is while in the kitchen. Rose and Dorothy are discussing the 14th annual Hog Expo, you know, because that's what uh, that's what Rose's person is coming for. And Dorothy sings, you know, sunrise, sunset. And this is <laughs> a side note. This is from Fiddler on the Roof. B. Arthur starred as the matchmaker in the original Broadway production <gasps> of Fiddler on the Roof. I did not know that. I didn't either. Wow. Sunrise, sunset. That's so cool. We love that. That is cool. Theater queen. Okay, next. Dorothy states that Sophia is the only one with an electric blanket. Sophia got the electric blanket in season one, episode 12, from her other daughter, Gloria, when she came to visit. Oh, how I didn't remember I didn't remember that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I appreciate the continuity. Like, not just yeah. like, like people catching the continuity. Yeah, and I didn't um, know that it was such thing to have, like, a queen-size heated blanket. Oh, I thought the same thing. That thing must have been expensive. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I would have... I'm sitting with my electric blanket right now. I know. You have such a good electric blanket. I know. Mimi's agrees. I know. Man, I need to get her one. Yes. Anyway. Okay, so these next two kind of go together, so I'll read them together. Um, chipped beef is a form Ugh. of pressed, salted, and dried beef. Did you know that? Yes, I do not like it. I did not know that. I never... It's not my I favorite. I've had it before. Ugh, I do not... Ugh, uh-uh. 
Well, okay, this is the next fact. Dorothy's dislike for Rose's chipped beef recipe is based on fact. In the United States, chipped beef on toast was commonly served to service members of the armed forces. It was considered um, emblematic of the military experience. Um, In American military slang, it is commonly referred to by the, um, it it was referred to as SOS. Um, Oh, yes. Uh (laughs) um, Because people did not like it. So that's a very common thing for people not to like it. Did not know that. Yeah, it's so um, good. Yeah, I am. It learning. reminds me of Grandma. Really? Yeah, I think. Okay, so the story of how I tried it was mother had it. Okay, so we were like gluten free. <sighs> and we would, um, we did not like to be gluten free when we were little. Like, it was awful. Yeah. I think, I really think it was just because, like, Things haven't developed yet, and there wasn't a lot of information on it yet. Oh, this but... was this was like we were like hipsters of the gluten free world. Yeah, yeah. I that's how I tell people. I was like, we were gluten free before it was cool to be gluten free. Exactly, exactly. So we had this awful freezer bread and this and that. Okay, and I liked the original gluten free bread. I didn't mind the one with the seeds in it. Yeah, I liked that one. Yeah. Okay. So, but anyway. Um, <laughs> So one time, mother had this chipped that chipped <gasps> beef yeah. in the freezer, and I was like, "Oh, that like sounds good. Like it doesn't. It sound does kind of sound good, yeah." And I tried it, and she was like telling me how much like she had it as a child, and this and that. And I was like, "I tried." It. I was like, "This is disgusting." <laughs> no, and then like, well, she didn't. I don't know if she like let me have it or I snuck it, but it was so gross. I did not like oh. it. That would be sad if you snuck it and, like, it turned I out did, to be though. that. <laughs> I think I did. I think it was, oh, like, man. a weekend sneak. What a fail. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. What a fail. Mm. Yeah. So, the last flashback, the girls pile into Sophia's bed because... Or the first one, sorry. In the first flashback, the girls pile into Sophia's bed because it's apparently a cold night. However, it's Miami. The right. temperature rarely, if ever, gets that cold. Most yeah. likely the temperature would dip into the mid-50s, like Fahrenheit. Yeah, I always thought this was so weird. Like, even the fact that they had a heater. Like, I don't... I just feel like that's not a thing in Florida. Like, I'm sure it is. I'm sure they have, like, heaters. But I don't know. Yeah, I guess it gets cool at night, but I find it suspicious. Yeah. I have questions, but... Yeah, I do, too. But, <laughs> but who whatever. are we? It makes for a good scene. It does. I that's. I don't know what. I think that would probably be my favorite scene of the episode. I think I agree. I mean, it's what you associate with the episode. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to get into on Golden Girls so we can talk about all of the scenes? Yes. All right. Okay. So, um, the episode begins at night, and it begins with um. Blanche coming in, you know, t- talking to her, um, and Sophia's cooking. She's making a bunch yeah. of Italian food, which sounds so good. I so love, good. I love ziti. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> um, but Rose is also cooking, and she's making what we've been talking about: chipped beef, Ugh. and it's garbage. Rose cooked it. 
Um, and Dorothy comes in and kind of sets up the episode. She's saying Uncle Vito's coming for a visit. And she kind of just tells everybody, like, Uncle Vito's coming next week just to let you all know. Like, she doesn't ask. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, okay. I mean, I, 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 I feel like, honestly, like, if I had a roommate, I would ask them. But I think we're establishing at this point that, like, they're all, like, family roommates, uh, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Where, like, they just do kind of what they want and deal with each other. I was going to say, I feel like they have an open door policy, especially when it comes to family and who's visiting. Like, I mean, they've already had so many visitors and people coming in and out. I feel like it's just, like, I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, however, in this this instance, it kind of becomes, like, not a conflict, but Rose. It would have been helpful if she had asked because Rose... Yeah. As a visitor coming too, her cousin Milo is coming. Yeah, um, it, it almost would be like better, like if they were like, "Oh, is it okay if this person comes this weekend?" You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even like, like asking permission. Like, does this yeah, weekend work for everybody? Just like, do we have do we have anything going on this weekend? Exactly. Because I mean, a lot of times when their people come to visit, they all do stuff together. Like they all exactly, hang out. exactly. Um. But except, of course, except, of course, when Jean comes and when Jean comes, Dorothy has to work the whole time and only Rose can hang out with Jean. Yes, exactly. So only yeah. the lesbians. Yeah, only the lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, that's the moment where, you know, Dorothy sings Sunrise, Sunset. Yes. Because it's already the 14th annual Hog Expo. <laughs> Is it the and 14th annual already? Sunrise, sunset. <laughs> sunrise, sunset. Um, okay. Um, and they kind of start talking about, like, how they're going to sleep and, like, what kind of arrangement they'll have. And they all kind of, you know, poke fun at each other. Like, oh, you're a pain to sleep with because of this. Like, Rose, you talk in your sleep. Well, Dorothy snores. And Sophia's like, well, you know what? None of you are a treat to sleep with. Oh my gosh. And that kind of like establishes like how this episode is going to be. Yes. Um, like. Now, um, I want to be honest. You're a pain in the butt to sleep with. Oh my gosh. I disagree with you. I think I'm a joy to sleep with. No, you're not. You take up the whole bed. Oh my gosh. Not anymore. Yeah, because... Your husband works night shift, so you don't have to share a bed anymore. Well, but now you I, take sleep up... with... <laughs> I sleep with the little dog, and she takes up the whole bed. Yeah, well, she weighs serves you right, pounds. because you take up the whole bed, because you always ask to have a sleepover Christmas Eve, and I was like, absolutely not. You are horrible to sleep with. Oh my gosh, no fun. No I'm fun. I'm joy. Uh, so, yeah, you Sam, are a joy to sleep with. I'll pay you that compliment. Sam took a video, <laughs> a thirty. Well, because he fell asleep, but a thirty-minute video of me snoring. That's amazing. So I bad. love that. I love the video. It's so bad, but it's so it's funny. So bad. I snore it's, horribly. I need to watch that. It's been a. It's been a few days since I've watched it. A few days. I'm just kidding. I was like, oh my gosh. That's no, but funny. I do have it. I need to watch it. It's been too long. That's so bad. <laughs> well, the all the girls have normal sleeping habits, like, you know, just like, you know, Rose talks in her sleep, Dorothy snores, blah, blah, blah. And 
Sophia begins the storytelling by saying, you know, you're none of you a treat to sleep with. Remember that time that the heat went out and blah, 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 and it fades into the first flashback. So this, like we said I love before, how they fade things. Yes, because you could, like, they're still talking and, and. Right. Yeah. And also something I wanted to say about the episode is, like, um, I love how it, like, naturally, like, the 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 flashbacks naturally kind of happen they're not yes. just sitting around going remember the time that blah 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 remember the yeah. time like like i just think it that it seems very natural it's not yes. it like the writing is pretty good to me in this episode i agree um so basically the setup of this scene um is that the heat went out and apparently it's so cold in miami yes. like and honestly like just by their voices i truly do believe that it is a cold night i know for I sure. think they do some some good acting there. Yeah. Um, but they all sound so cold. First, Sophia is in her bed with her electric blanket. She looks and... so freaking precious in the bed I by know. herself. She's so tiny. She, is. she really is tiny. Ugh, and that blanket just looks so thick. Oh, it looks so comfortable. That really whole does. her room really reminds me of Mimo's. The room that we slept in at Mimo's. Yeah, yeah. A good one. Ugh. So Dorothy comes in and Dorothy's like begging her, like, please let me sleep with you. And she, I mean, she yeah. invites herself right into the bed. Oh, yeah. Um, and Dorothy was like, OK, good night. And, and they're sleep. They're laying in the bed. And Dorothy's the one who says good night. But she she starts talking and she's like, yeah, this reminds me of like when we were little and when the heat yeah. went out in our apartment. Um, and it's she's like trying a to have moment. a tender moment. <laughs> Yeah, and she's talking about how her, she would pretend her doll was talking and she'd go, Mommy, Mrs. Doolittle is cold. Oh and Sophia is like, oh my God, stop. I'm yeah. not in the mood. She does not want any of Dorothy's reminiscing. <laughs> nope, she is. It's time for night-night. It's night-night time. Yep. <laughs> and, oh my gosh, I love that. Um, It's kind of like when you're at a sleepover and like, Yes. You want to be the, you know, you still want to keep talking, but all your friends are like, okay, good night. Like, I'm over you. And yeah. I always like, was the last to go to sleep at sleepovers. Not because I was talking, but I I always have had the hardest time going to sleep. Yeah. I also had a hard time going to sleep, but I, I also like to talk. Yeah. So I would try and keep it going as long as possible. <laughs> yeah. I also got nervous at sleepovers, but... Yeah, I... I'm surprised now, looking back, that I didn't get more nervous. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes I would, just depending on who it was. But, like, now yeah. looking back, I'm like, dang. That was yeah. brave. Maybe I'm just, like, a more... Maybe I'm just a nervous Nelly now, but... Ooh. <laughs> so, um... Next, Blanche comes in and she has like a jacket on. She says, "My bed's never been so cold, especially on a Saturday night." Yeah, why would Blanche have a parka? I was thinking the same thing. I don't know. She probably thought it was a cute outfit. Yeah, like a cute accessory. Or I was like, maybe she has family that lives somewhere cold, but she certainly does not. Maybe she stole it from one of the girls. Maybe. Maybe. So many questions. My, I would lean towards fashion moment i just wanted to look cute my cute bowling outfit exactly that's the kind of vibe <laughs> i'm thinking for blanche um and she hears a sound and after that rose comes in and 
there's a good fart joke in between those. Yes. Um, but um, Rose comes in, and it turns out the sound was, yeah, she got the, the heater working, but she accidentally turned on the air conditioning, and now she doesn't, she can't turn it off. Oh, my gosh. So, that's terrible. <laughs> no, I always wonder about this. Like, would it really get colder? I don't know. I guess I think it, would. it would. I guess it just depends on what you have the air conditioning set to. Yeah, pretty much. So Rose joins the girls in bed, and <laughs> Dorothy goes, "Good night, Ma. Good night, Mo. Good night, Larry." Because they're all bickering. <laughs> and I love that. Yeah, I do too. This is where Rose, you know, is on the wrong side of the bed, and and Sophia's like, "Well, you know what? In Sicily, four in a bed is a treat." And there's kind of a pause where everybody's like, "What?" And she says, "It means half your family's on vacation." Yes. And I. This is... Sorry. I just love, like, this whole episode is pointless, but I just think it really shows how talented these actresses are with their, like, how good they are together and, like, how they feed off of each other and Mm -hmm. they're just, they're so good. And the writers of this episode are so good. Like, it's joke after joke after joke. Yeah. And they all just, like, work so well together. They all bring something completely different to the table. Yes. And I I just think this episode really, really shows that. Yeah. Everybody really shines. This isn't... Because sometimes there's an episode that's, quote, unquote, about all the girls. But, like, one girl or two girls really shine. But this episode, like, it was... It's... I still haven't... I'm going to be honest. I haven't... Well, I usually don't pick a lady of the evening until we do. But, like, I don't have anybody in mind or anything. I know, right? That's hard. Um, but I love it. That's not a bad problem to have. Nope. <laughs> okay, so, um, oh, this is the moment where, Dor- this is probably one of our favorite lines of the Golden Girls of all time. Everybody stay where you are and go to sleep. I have to go to work early in the morning. Early in the morning. <laughs> we quoted this often when we lived with each other last year. Yeah. I have to go to work early in the morning. Yes. We did. Yes, unfortunately. Hate waking up early. Anyway, but apparently Dorothy has to go to school on Sundays, so I feel even worse for her. (laughs) Um. So, um, Rose realizes that she forgot something, and Blanche is so sick of her. She's like, "Go in your pajamas." Yeah. Um, And she forgot her prayers, and like. I I look okay. So Dorothy, after Rose says she forgot her prayers, Dorothy says like. Oh, save your breath, Rose. God's time, most of God's time is spent talking to Pat Robertson. Robertson. Uh-huh. Do you know who that is? Uh-uh. I looked it up. He is, when I Googled him, the first, like, this is like the little sentence about him. He's an American media mogul, evangelist, and political commentator. So he's one of those people, he's an evangelist, so he, he's a Christ, uh, that branch of Christianity, and he uh-huh. would be on TV. Oh. Yeah. But on top of that, he kind of works with Fox News, too. He's like a political person. And he was also a presidential candidate, like, right around this time. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. But I think the joke more talks about him, like, preaching on TV. Right. Because, you know, God spends most of it. Oh, 1988 was when he was um presidential candidate. Okay. Um, Crazy. 
And this is when the podcast becomes educational. All right. So Rose says like the sweetest prayer of all time. I know. Like she pretty much congratulates him on doing like a job well done. Yeah. It's like and, a, it's a big thank you. Yeah. Like thanks for all you do, even though I don't understand some of it. And she goes on and on about how like she loves the girls and she doesn't know what she would do without them. And, like, this just goes back to that conversation that we've had before and that, um, I think it was enough wicker that I heard it on. Like, Rose is the one who needs the other girls the most. Yeah. And you can tell here. Like, she's like, I don't know what I would do without them. Take care of them. Like, and they keep me warm all year. Like, not just when it's cold. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, So, (laughs) you know, Dorothy cuts in and says... Rose, thanks for the lovely prayer. prayer. Now, shut, now up. shut up and get into, <laughs> get into bed. bed. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Blanche says, Nice work, Dorothy. Wasn't me. <laughs> Sweet Jesus, am I in trouble? <laughs> now I lay me down to sleep. I so love good. it. That's great. Um, And it goes back to the kitchen. So that's the end of that first flashback. Good. Um, And, okay, in this flashback, um, that's when um, they're starting to eat the food. So something else in this episode that I didn't even think about is it's so Golden Girls because they're eating food in the kitchen again. Yes. Love that. Um, So, like, the food's starting to be ready and, um, ooh. The chip beef is ready. Oh, the chip beef is already ready. And Blanche asks, like, when the food will be ready. My chip beef is ready. Oh, I was one. I want. I was more in the mood for something hot. Mine's hot. Uh, I was. I wanted something <laughs> spicy. Mine's spicy. It is not spicy, by the way. It's very bland. Yeah, I don't see. At least Rose. what I had. Yeah, I don't see Rose putting a lot of spiciness or or like um seasoning into her food. But she insists, and Blanche does not give in. But Dorothy very kindly offers to try the chip beef. So kind of her. So brave. So I know. Brave. I know. I was honestly surprised that Dorothy, of all of them, would try know, it. Right? Yeah. Well, hmm. She has a kind heart. She does. I mean, honestly, I can't see Blanche trying it. I can't see yeah. Sophia trying it. So maybe she is the right one for the yeah. job. Um. So, um, this is where we transition into the next flashback because Sophia, um, like it's thundering and, um, Rose walks over and she says, um, that like she hates thunderstorms. They make her a nervous wreck. And Blanche talks about one night that they shared together. Um, I just realized there's a scene with, there's two scenes with all the girls and then there's one with Rose and Blanche and there's one with Sophia and Dorothy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so in this flashback, the <laughs> two killers have escaped. It's like a random <laughs> night. And two killers in Georgia escaped. And Rose thinks they're headed straight for them. Uh, yep, just, oh, I heard there's this lady, Be- uh, Betty White, uh, Rose Nyland. <laughs> we need to go in her backyard and scare her. Yeah, let's, let's, let's kill her. Yeah. Like, let's head straight for there. <laughs> And I like that even Blanche kind of plays on her like, why would they come here? Right, right. And 
you know, Rose says, the same reasons we did. Like, she's thinking the sun or something. And Blanche says, eligible man? <laughs> um, so, this scene isn't too long, but it's de- it's probably my second favorite scene. Yeah, I think, I yeah, I agree with that. Like, they just go back and forth and back and forth. Like, Rose talks about how, like, when she was a kid, like, there was the St. Olaf slasher. And, oh, like, yes. it scared her. And Blanche is, like, really short with her. She's like, I'll let you sleep in here, but not another word. Not another word. <laughs> um, And something I wrote down was, like, Rose's voice in this scene, it's so loud and flat. Yes. yes. I, she says, like... What are you doing? When are you going to bed? Can I leave my light on? I mean, she's being obnoxious. Like, yeah, she's she, being chi- very childlike. Yeah, she definitely sounds like a kid. Can I leave my light on? Yeah. But I think that's what she's going for. Um, And she makes Blanche tell her a story. Yes. And make <laughs> one up! Make one up! That's, honestly, sometimes that's me to Sam. Because he can go to sleep very quickly. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't either. And I'm like, can you tell me a story? I do the same thing. Make one up! <laughs> <laughs> um, and she makes up this story about, like, this little girl named Rose. And there were three elephants. And there were elephant dolls. Elephant dolls. Elephant dolls. I love how she says, elephant dolls. Yes. I always thought that sounded so cute. And then Rose is like really bothering her. So she says she twists the story into the little girl named Rose getting killed by two killers who escaped and murdered her in her bed. And Rose runs into the closet and that's the commercial break. Oh my gosh. Uh, do you blame, so do you blame, do you blame Blanche for what she no. did? No. Me. I do not either. I do not at all. <laughs> no. Sorry, Rose. Yeah. I'm no, team Blanche on this because when I'm ready for bed, I'm ready for bed. Like, I don't need the nonsense. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like she would have been better off going to Dorothy. I do too. Or Sophia, really. I know. I do too. I agree with you. Make one up. There were three elephants. They were elephant dogs. Okay, so they go back to the kitchen. All the girls have eaten. And Dorothy clearly has not eaten Rose's chipped beef. And, and Rose, she's like, you didn't like it, did you? Like, she kind of <laughs> guilts her, like. And my, I love when Dorothy goes, okay. <laughs> when Rose asks her to try it, like, have another bite. And she says, yes. Okay. Okay. And luckily, that's when the power goes out and she sneaks it into Sophia's purse. Oh my gosh, so good. Yeah, I love that. And Poor Sophia's purse has been through a lot. It went through that. It went through <sighs> her, Rose's uh, granddaughter's Brussels sprouts or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It went through her marathon. Like, oh, yeah. didn't they have like a few of them like on the, like with like, like, there were a few, ver- not versions, but they had, like, different copies of it, if you will. Yes. I bet they Probably. did. I wonder how many. I wonder. Who knows? Yeah. So, um, this is where we transition into the next scene, 
where um, this one was kind of a weird transition where Sophia like just kind of starts talking about, well, Dorothy, you're not you don't sleep well when you when you're sick. And I'm like, well, who does? I know. I've been sick. Y'all can probably hear it. But I've been sick the last couple of days and I just cannot breathe. Yeah. And it's I, so frustrating. I hate it. Yeah, it's I hate worse. it so much. Um, and then this next scene is really quick. Like, it's only a couple minutes, like three or yeah. four minutes. It's sweet, though. It, it is very sweet. Like, it, it's, it, it is sweet. I do like it. Um, it's definitely not my favorite, but I do like it. Yeah. Um. So in the scene, I like Sophia is waking her up to give her her medicine and Dorothy like really doesn't want to take it. And Sophia kind of goes on and on about, oh, I'm sorry. I care. (laughs) I love when she's like walking away and she's just moving her arms like like an Italian does, like classic Italian just over and over. So waving her hands around. Yes, I love it. I know. And she's doing her classic. I it would kill me if like. It kills me when people do this because I'm I, I'm very sensitive. And she's like, that she's like guilting Dorothy into, um, into feeling bad for like, like, (laughs) Sophia's like, I'm sorry, I care. I've never Um, done that to you at all. I know, I know. I'm I'm very sensitive. (laughs) And um. Dorothy pretty much gets up as Sophia's walking away and leads her into bed and they switch places and Dorothy I love the how chair. they switch places. I think that's I know. so precious. It's really cute. Like it's really clever too. Um and Dorothy kind of goes on and talking about like how like when she was sick. It's like a sweet story. Yeah. Um, it takes you back to Dorothy being a kid and being sick and how Sophia used to chase her down and yeah. like with her medicine and give it to her doll first. And Mrs. Doolittle makes a couple appearances in this episode. Oh, yes. Um, But, you know, it's a sweet moment. And we zoom in on Dorothy slowly as she's telling the story. And it turns out Sophia's fallen asleep because she's so tired from taking care of Dorothy. What a good mama. I know. I know. And we find out, this is the end of the scene, but we find out when they come back to the kitchen that Dorothy slept in the chair all night. And it was so uncomfortable. Why didn't they both just sleep in the bed? I know, she literally could, or she could have gone to Sophia's room if it was that much of an yeah. issue. Because she obviously, Sophia wasn't sick, so why did she, yeah, whatever. I will say, maybe Dorothy was the kind of sick where you can't move. Oh, like, maybe. last time I was sick. I drove to patient first and I sat in the parking lot for an hour because I couldn't bring my body to get out of the car. Oh. It was really sad. Then I threw up in the parking lot. That's disgusting. It was. It really was. So anyway, um, they... They start talking about how, well, yeah, that was uncomfortable for you, Dorothy, but I bet it wasn't uncomfortable as that one time when we were coming back from that funeral. Oh, yeah. And we, 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 like, had to sleep on the benches of the train station. Which, okay, I have a problem. I feel like we have questions. (laughs) I don't understand how they have this many people in common to go to these funerals. Yes, I know. Okay, I was thinking that too. My theory is maybe perhaps it was somebody who they all knew together in Miami and that person just retired in Miami and oh, like they okay. were buried like where they were from. And I only that just thought sense. of that. That but makes sense. I was, 
It's okay, though, because I have more questions. And I also okay. want to point out, when we have questions like this, it has nothing to do with our love for the show. We just have questions. <laughs> yeah. Um. Why? Okay. So this train station, we learn, only has one track. It's called Track right. 19. Why do they get off the train here to go onto another train? Like, were they coming from a train and they're getting on another train? That's, yeah. Well, the trains are all going in the same direction. Like, but, there's only one track. Yeah, but sometimes there's splits, like, further along. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, good. I was really confused. I was like, wait, why would they have gotten off a train in this? Like, don't you get off a train when you're, like, connecting to an another train that's go okay that makes sense <laughs> i was very confused okay see but this is why we ask questions my next question no no i think that's all my questions actually oh okay yeah no i think that's all my questions yeah i was gonna ask about how they knew edna mccarty too but it's not like they say. Okay, anyway. So, um, they, it's like a small town that they're connecting in, and it's really late, and apparently the, the, the train that they need to get on has already left. And, um, so they have to stay there overnight. And, like, they start reflecting because they had just been to a funeral, and Dorothy is like, you know, like, I'm really depressed. This is just, like, the this she shouldn't say it but it's like the cherry on top of a really crappy day and um blanche starts blanche gets really reflective and she's like you know i like want to start really living life and dorothy's like well what have you been doing jeez uh, <laughs> like if you're not living your life like what are you doing right um and dorothy says like she does want to live more life she and what she says is i never realized that she or i always forget that she says this. she says she wants to go to a nudist camp does she really she does that's like the thing she wants to do oh and that's funny it's funny because they do go to one later and they the show. do but by accident and dorothy's like not loving She's it pissed. <laughs> that's funny yeah it is funny um, so basically they have to sleep in the train station. They start to go to sleep when like 20, 30 clowns come in, which is a yeah. nightmare. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds terrifying. And Rose is so excited. She like, is like, oh my gosh, like, she goes up to that clown she asks him to cheer up would he be willing to cheer up three gloomy gusses <laughs> and he tells her to buzz off he was on a cigarette break oh gosh um <laughs> poor rose she just poor sounded rose. so genuine yeah i i i i feel him though everybody's kind of grumpy and it's in the middle of the night like that's kind of i know i don't know i see where she's coming from but i know i I definitely see where he's coming from too yeah he's like on break like it's hard yeah read the room so back in the kitchen (laughs) um they decide very quickly. I think they just enjoyed talking to each other because they quickly decide, like, you know what, guys, let's just put them in a hotel 
it's fine. Like, we can all chip in. I don't think they mind. Yeah. yeah. And so, and they turn around and Sophia is eating the chipped beef out of her purse. <laughs> and she's, like, dumping seasoning in it. And she says, you know, in the right hands, this chipped beef isn't half bad. Oh, my god! And the episode ends. Yep. I thought that was a cute little ending. That is pretty good. I do wonder and how Rose she is like, up. Rose is like, what? What happened there? How'd she get it? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So, okay. Stand by your man. I have two men to count for Blanche. The first Ooh, yes. one was when they're talking about snoring. She talks about, you snore worse than like a sailor who snores and is passed out in an adult motel while I had to call a cab to take me home. <laughs> Side note. What is an adult motel? Like, is it different than a regular motel? Like, are there children motels? Oh, I have no idea. I've never, I didn't even notice she said that. Yeah, she says adult motel. Oh, weird. Maybe it's like an adult only hotel. Not like just because oh sex but just like noise and it's not family yeah. friendly you know i don't know maybe i googled it and there's a something called a love hotel it's a love hotel there's a fantasy hotel i don't know Ew. that's a good theory though like no kids allowed if anybody knows let us know please DM let us, us know instagram so many questions yeah yes um and the second man is floppo the clown ew whose feet were really that big ew and I hate the name Floppo for a clown. Yeah, what's what's that? That's terrible. Yeah, that's not good. Uh-uh. Okay, so this is an odd episode, so it's my turn to guess the lady of the evening. Ooh. Not guess the lady of the... To share my lady of the <laughs> evening. I wasn't going to say anything. It's okay. Um, I think I'm going to pick Dorothy. Ooh, Why? Yeah, like I said before, it was kind of hard to pick, but yeah. I think I'm going to go with Dorothy because she was a really good sport about the chipped beef. Yeah, she she was. I she was. I appreciate her. I mean, I didn't appreciate her, you know, springing the, the guest on everybody, but honestly, like, we've established, like, they can, they, it's, yeah. it, it's fine. Um, yeah. But I thought she was a really good sport. I liked her sweet moments with her mom. I yeah. I just I I like I like this episode for Dorothy. When I think of this episode and the quotes in it, like I think of Dorothy's. I have to go to work early in the morning. Yeah. Who's um, yours? Um, I think I'm gonna choose Blanche. Oh. Um, because I love her outfit. With her <laughs> oh in the yeah. Kitchen. I love that robe. I love the colorful robe. Always. Um, I love her in the first scene. I think she's hysterical. Yes. Um, and just dramatic and just over the top. I love it. Mm-hmm. And then great I choice. loved her. What? I said great choice. Oh. And I loved her um, scene with Rose and how she was getting ready for bedtime. It's just like oh, yes. so extra and so blanche. Um, I just loved, I loved her this episode. In that scene, when she said she had the same eyebrow or fate bone structure as yes i don't remember christine brinkley yes jenna it's christy brinkley oh that's funny it's funny because she was on the life cover that week yeah that is funny oh my gosh i love exactly that exactly the same bone structure structure 
Well, that's a great choice for Lady of the Evening. Thanks. Okay. What would you rank the episode? Uh, I think a 9.5. A 9.5? Okay. Yes. Just because I love everything, except I don't like the clown seed. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think they could have done without that. I do too. And And maybe add a little extra in the kitchen or one of the other scenes. Like maybe even the scene with uh, the short, the really short one. Was that Blanche and Rose? Both of those were really short actually. Yeah, I feel like they could have split the time of that scene and added it to both of those. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or even just something. I agree. I don't think it was bad, but I, I thought it was kind of, it didn't fit as well. Yeah. Um, I think I'll give it like I think I was gonna give it an eight and a half or a nine. I'll I'll go with a nine. Okay. I do love this episode. Um I think yeah. it starts out so strong. It does. And, it does. And it, it it is a strong episode for sure. Like I would show it to someone who did never watch the Golden Girls before. Yeah. Um, but I don't I mean it's I I think I think you're right. I mean, I completely agree with you. I think that, yeah, I think they could have done without that scene. Yeah, yeah. It's not, I don't, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I have nothing unique to add, so I'm not gonna. Okay. So I'm not gonna. Um, that was fun, though. Yeah. It's just a sweet, good episode. It is. It is. Still waiting for the day, though, where both of us rank an episode of 10. I know, right? Will we ever I thought. Th- I honestly thought that was gonna be it. I did too, but it wasn't. Nope. It wasn't. I think so we still have some. Ch- I think we still have some chances though. Looking at the episodes that are coming up soon. So what's next week? Okay, next week is gonna be "Forgive Me, Father." Is that the one where Dorothy falls in love with the priest? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna pre-rank this as a ten. I am too. I am I too. Love this episode. I almost think I love this one more than Bedtime Story. Yeah, this is like a classic Golden Girls episode. Yes. When I, I think, think okay. of it. Go ahead. When I think of it, like I think it's kind of like them kind of recreating the magic of um a little romance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, everybody I, being uncomfortable. Sorry, go on. Yes. So, mm. I think this, the episode that we're talking about today, Bedtime Story, I yeah. think that was my first Golden Girls episode I've ever seen. I did get vibes, like, when um, Dorothy said sunrise, sunset. I remember that being an early Golden Girls line that I remembered and watched. I do remember that being a moment yeah. from the very beginning for us. Yeah. So, I feel like... Because we watched them on DVD. So I feel like it was this DVD where I watched it first. So <gasps> this was, you know, one of the second ones I watched. Yeah, we, we checked so, this one up in the library a lot. Yeah, so I think that's why I, I'm, i like, so, like, drawn to these particular Connected. episodes. Yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited. I am also so excited. It should yeah. be really good. It should be great. Okay. Well, it was great. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. 
Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank you for being a friend. Okay, um, do you want to get into On Golden Girls? I mean, not On Golden I did this last week. Um, Kim, do you... I help. feel... I, I need help. Do, do you want to get, get into, into some adult education? What did you say? I've heard that name, but Mahone. But maybe that's Post Malone. I don't know. I know <laughs> I'm just going to take myself into a deeper hole with this one. We're not cultured. Um, <coughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Yeah, what was that? It's Levi. Oh gosh. Hey, stop! Okay. I'm recording here. I'm recording here.